Bruce Swayze adjacent. He couldn't be in everything. There's Swayze adjacent. So we'll talk about him. There's Swayze adjacent. He couldn't be in everything. There's Swayze adjacent. So we'll talk about him. Hi. Welcome to another episode of Crazy for Swayze. I'm your host, Vince Troya, joined as always by Josh Young, and today we have Amanda DeVoe with us because we are once again diving into the real dirty dancing. How are you two feeling today? I'm great. I'm great. I have bad news, though, for the, for the, for the all of us. What? Well, it turns out how you feed your hungry eyes is by peeping. <laughs> Did you, did you, have you watched the video? No. It's all about this guy just peeping. And if you look closely at the words, it's just about peeping. It's all about peeping? Yes. Amanda, how do you feel about peeping? Not great. Not great. But I need to watch the video now. Yeah. I, I've never seen this Hungry Eyes video. I didn't know there was peeping involved. It's, it's just this guy like in a, like abandoned building, like staring through a window, watching Swayze and Jennifer Grey do their dirty dancing. Oh. Is it really? Mostly, yeah. That's weird. It is weird. <laughs> I need to see it. <laughs> yeah, my, uh, my eyes are hungry for peeping. Well, you know, last episode was Hungry Eyes. This episode is How Do You Call Your Lover Boy? Yes. Cool. I, I, uh, I'm excited for this because I think that song is a little bit better than Hungry Eyes, personally. Am I wrong? You're not wrong. I like Hungry Eyes, but I'm pretty excited. Yeah? Yeah. Well, oh, good. I'm happy. <laughs> I'm invested. Um, we we mentioned this to Amanda, and immediately she's like, yes, of course, I want to be on this. What what are we watching? And so we told her we're watching this Real Dirty Dancing TV show, but we're on the third episode. So she went out, and she found... All the other ones. So she's up to date. She's got opinions. Which is amazing because we couldn't find them. We, we had the hardest time. But Amanda's got opinions. She was already telling us that Howie, well, we were too hard on him. Yeah. That he was doing a great job. And she had some opinions about some of the other people. So, Amanda, what do you think about this so far? What do you think about the real Dirty Dancing? Is it living up to the movie? No. <laughs> <laughs> it's not living up to the movie. I think it's a fun, silly show. Yeah. And I also think that it feels like they're making it up as they go along. Okay. <laughs> well, like Steven Twitch boss is like, all right, so today we're going to do this. <laughs> yeah. It really feels like that. I don't dislike it. Yes. But it, I, they had like a w- acting scene mm-hmm. and the dancing. So I don't really know like. And the seduction scene. Yeah. I don't, so yeah. I thought it was a dancing competition, but it's a Johnny Baby competition. So they didn't really explain it. So yeah. as they go along, it feels like, okay, we're just going with this. <laughs> You really get to see all of the contestants just get blindsided left and right. Yeah, like they walk in in the first episode and they're like, all right, start dancing. They're like, wait, what? Yeah. But yeah. I love it. I feel it. like there like should it. have been a scene where uh, like they walk in and someone's getting an abortion, you know? <laughs> like, what? what? <laughs> that would have been... <laughs> I don't know. I was telling my mom about the show today and she was like, yeah, but like 
is there an abortion? And I said, no. Not yet. Not yet. I mean, we haven't seen episode yeah. three or four. Yeah, there might, we might. That, that's our challenge today. It's yeah. not dancing to lover boy. It's it's performing an abortion. No. And then With the assistance it. of uh, Stephen Twitch boss, who's He's, the dad of the show. Uh, you know, rest in peace. I really mm-hmm. love that guy. I heard he was a magic mic. He was? Was he? The new one? No, Double XL. Double XL? I haven't seen any of them. We'll have to watch. The first one was good. I heard they're great. Yeah, I, the first one kind of surprised me because I thought it was just going to be all inside of the strip club, right? You know, like a real bottle movie, just like yeah. this is the this is what's happening inside the strip club. But really, it's like he is trying to not be like it's him and Matthew McConaughey are trying to make like enough money to buy a better strip club. Then, so they're going to move on to the strip instead of oh. like outside, of, like outside of downtown. You know. They want to have like a nice Velvet Larry situation. Exactly. So he's also a construction worker and he makes found furniture. Like he goes and pulls shit out of the ocean and makes them into coffee tables and bullshit like that. That sounds pretty Swayze to me. Yeah. Like it, it, watching Magic Mike actually made me excited about the fact that Channing Tatum now owns the rights to Ghost. And is looking for his dad. I didn't know that. Yes. That's cool. He's That's looking cool. to play the Swayze role. <gasps> oh, let him. I know, right? What, where is he on this show? I have no idea. I've got no too idea. Famous. <laughs> That's a good point. Too but famous. They really are trying to make Tyler Cameron like the Swayze. Like he's he's getting set up really well. He's taking his shirt off any chance he can yeah. get. Pop his shirt off. He's, he's, Lonnie Love was humping his face. Like, and he was into it. He's great. Yeah. He's, he's very much surprising me now. Mm-hmm. I like him. You guys are kind of hard on him too. I know him better than you guys do. You do. And I think he's like a good guy. He's definitely wants to win. And he's like, I know I'm hot, like that kind of vibe. But I think he's nice. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like, we mentioned that he was on The Bachelorette. Yeah. What else have you seen him in, or does he like? Has he, like what? What? What makes you the a fan of his? Okay, so when COVID happened, mm-hmm. him and his friends—he's from Florida. Him and his friends like were the quarantine crew, and they were all over TikTok. So I just followed them on TikTok oh. and like social media, mm-hmm. and. Hannah Brown, who was the Bachelorette on the season that he was on, he didn't get picked. He came in second on the Bachelorette, mm-hmm. um, but they stayed in touch. And then they were like maybe dating or not. But she was part of this quarantine crew. She like lived in his house, and they were doing like silly dance routines. She was on Dancing with the Stars too, actually. Um, but they were just like having fun in their house, just like a group of friends living together through quarantine. Mm-hmm. And it was so fun watching them. And I like am into his friends. They're all so nice. He has a podcast now. Yeah. And with like that group of friends. Word. Yeah. So that's like how I feel like I know him. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Well, better question now, you know, do you think this is just all the participants in this is just the stable of 
of talent that Fox had. Like, oh, these are all performers. We got a reality show idea. Let's just take eight of them and throw them on there. Yeah, they yeah. probably sent out a lot of emails. Yeah, and they got they got eight people who wanted to do it. Yeah, this kind of this this hits me like a like a taskmaster almost. You know, like they've got all these personalities that work through the network, and they're like, hey, does anyone want to do a dancing show? And they're like. Hell yeah, I'll sign on for a dancing show. That'll yeah. go for one credit on, on my contract, you know? Yeah, yeah, I mean, in like Taskmaster has multiple versions. You know, there's an Australian version of Taskmaster and, and the U.S. version of Taskmaster as well. Mm-hmm. So, Who was the host in the U.S. one? Dude, I, I have no idea because like apparently it didn't hit so good. Yeah, I heard it did real bad. I don't know why. I feel like it's because uh, British TV has access to better talent. Probably. You know who would have been a great host for it? Wayne Brady. Oh, yeah. You can't really go wrong with a Wayne Brady. Yeah, I agree. I like him a lot. He was just on Mark Maron as well. Oh, yeah? Mm Mm-hmm. We were talking about Mark Maron earlier. Do you listen to his podcast? No. I don't know who that is. Well, he's a comedian. Okay. He also got in the podcasting game super early, and he does like long form interviews, right? Like, nice. what what is the average episode length, Josh? Mm. The average episode length is like an hour and a half, hour including a half? the intro and the outro. So, sure. like an hour of interview usually. Yeah, and then he talks about his life and stuff like that. Yeah, in the beginning he talks about his cats, whatever he's been cooking. You know, uh, at the end he usually just says, "Hey, these are the plugs. You can go find this guy." And now he's like, "Oh, I have this new podcasting app that I'm working with, so that." You can subscribe to the full Marin. Here's a little interview clip. Oh. Then he plays guitar. Wheelie, wheelie, wheelie. And then it's over. Should I start playing guitar more? No. Okay. <laughs> okay. But yeah, so we were we were talking about Marin because Mark Summers, the host of Double Dare yep. and Wild and Crazy Kids or whatever the fuck he did um, on Nickelodeon. Yeah. He uh was was on it and I recently heard that Mark Summers is kind of a dick. He's like pretty OCD, right? That was his thing. Yeah. How did he do that family double dare where they were like digging in like snot in some fake nose or, you know what I mean? You know, like uh, at first he wasn't really involved, but they did like Mm -hmm. some focus groups and the kids really wanted to get him messy. And he was like, oh, it's part of the show. And he's just like a good host. Yeah. So he just did it. And uh, it seems like it didn't bust him up that bad. It was mostly like in his personal life that it was a problem. Oh. Yeah. Well, I mean, it was definitely a problem on that Jay Leno interview. Mm. Yeah, well, then they, uh, then then him and, uh, <laughs> what's his face? Burt Reynolds, they cream pie each other. <laughs> they stand back to back and then, bam. He- Did he freak out? Oh, no, he was fine. No, I, I He's been okay. Was he okay on that podcast? I'm uh, not, he, I don't know. He, I didn't listen to it. Oh. He seemed fine to me. He seemed fine. He, I mean, yes, he seems like a bit of a dick, but like the kind of a dick that I'm familiar with and okay with. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. You know, he's just like, I'm really good at what I do. And fucking Burt Reynolds, that guy had a chip on his shoulder. In this Burt Reynolds situation, they were on Leno and he mentioned, or Mark mentioned that he was a neat freak it, with his back turned to Burt Reynolds. And then Burt Reynolds was like, well... How'd you find that out? And then kind of gave him some shit. And eventually they threw their water glasses on each other because they're just going back and forth. Like, oh, you know, I've got a day job. You know, like I've got a real job. I'm not unemployed. I was like, I've still got a wife. Oh, you know, like those kind of things. So they were getting pissed. And they eventually just like threw cream pies at each other right on TV. Yeah. Burt Reynolds is like being like 
he was not being professional. At least Mark Summers was like being professional about it. He was being like, yes, they were trading barbs. Burt Reynolds was acting like he was going to punch Mark. Yeah. I don't like that. Where'd yeah. they get the pies from? Uh, Jay Leno. Yeah, he was ready for this. It was a planned bit. They had the planned bit, and uh, they they scrapped it. And then Jay was like, "You still got those pies back there?" I don't think that was the case. That's what Mark was telling other Mark. They're both Marks with C's. Oh, Isn't that oh, interesting. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Well, I guess I'll have to listen to that interview. I don't know. I don't listen to much Baron. I feel like uh, I love his podcast. I think he's the best in the game doing the interview thing. Yeah. It's like him and Joe Rogan started around the same time, and Joe Rogan just does it so differently. Right. In like a bad way. Yeah. Yeah, he gets Nazis on his show. And he's like, why are you a Nazi? And they're like, I'm not a Nazi. And he's like, oh, okay, I believe that. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, uh, that's a completely different thing. Uh, I think the real question we should be asking here is, Amanda, how has Dirty Dancing impacted your life? Not in many ways has it impacted yeah. my life. I feel like watching it again this week, I there's so many things I caught that I didn't catch when I watched it when I was younger. Mm-hmm. I loved it. Yeah. I feel like maybe it'll impact my life more now. Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember the first time you saw it? I don't remember the first time, but my roommate in college she was really into the Havana Nights. So yes. I feel like the last time I watched the original Dirty Dancing was in college sometime. I never, if I saw Havana Nights, though, I never remember it, I guess. But the original, yeah, I don't remember the first time, but probably when I was a kid. Word. Yeah. Well, Havana Nights is pretty good. And we recently, yeah, we, we recently watched it and we found out from Joe that like, that was a horny teen movie. So I understand why your roommate might've been into mm. it because she was perfect age for horny teen movie. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I'll have to watch it still. Yeah. It's great. It, it's, uh, it's streaming on, uh, Peacock. I don't know. Paramount. Okay. Both of them are on Paramount. So if anybody wants to watch either uh, Dirty Dancing or Dirty Dancing Havana Nights, that's where to find them. This, though, isn't on anything. We had to get Beth to send us an app that uh, was not in the app store. So then Josh downloaded it. And now he's going to mirror his phone to our television so we can watch this. Because for some reason, Fox and Disney have it out for us personally. hungry eyes they were making an appearance you were right you were right yeah i don't know why i wrote it off well, because you 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 were like oh well the you know the lover boy it's way better that's why i mean it was that seems so sexy and who did it sexiest i don't know who do you think did it sexiest amanda tyler and angela were the sexiest by far yeah yeah they have like actual chemistry. Like uh, I'm telling you, like uh, we, I want to check up on this after the show's over and see if Angela's she's still married. married. <laughs> she, so to see she if she's was. still married. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's been a year. Her and Tyler might be hanging out. I don't know. I think you're right. I think there's an aspect of Tyler that is is so charming that like yeah, I understand why I want her to kiss him. Yeah. I want to kiss him. They're both gorgeous. He's too like, tall. 
You think he's too tall? No. I think so. Okay. All right. All right. We got different opinions mm-hmm. here. I want I want to hear arguments from both sides. Let's start with Amanda. Why is his height not an issue? I like tall guys. Yeah. I always have. Do you think that his height adds an advantage in the the dancing or the dirty playing fields? Yeah. Yeah, because he, he's physically like taller than the other women, it makes them come off more feminine which is the point of like being baby right like Lonnie we all said he made her like seem sexier than Howie didn't and he's a lot shorter Mm -hmm. right okay so I think you're right actually I mean as far as adding to the sexiness, because uh, he has to bend his knees more to like get more in his dancing range. His butt was range. popped out a lot. So his yeah. butt's popped out. I mean, I'm I'm not saying I, I'm saying he's too tall because he's too tall. I don't want to look at somebody that tall. Okay, um, but you know, if, if he's gonna be dancing dirty, yeah, I I see I see aspects of both sides, you know, and I, his height. I think the fact that he does have to crouch down a little bit more to get to Angela adds to the sexiness because he's actually like you you see how hard he's working to be by her, you know, where when when he was dancing with with Lonnie, it was like pretty, pretty, pretty eye level. Like they he didn't have to work too hard to get on, like you know, they were eye level. It. Angela and, and, and Tyler? Tyler. Oh. Or Lonnie and Tyler. Lonnie and Howie. Lonnie and Howie were eye level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. So they didn't have to work as hard is what I'm trying to say. I didn't know if I was communicating that well enough. But yeah, I think the fact that Tyler and Angela have such a difference in height, like I think it is working in their their, uh It makes her baby. Yeah, it's giving Johnny, it's giving baby. Yeah, it is. Especially when he starts whipping her around too and like lifting her up. Yeah. She's like, oh, damn, she's really high up there. <laughs> well, and it's it's more impressive because he's not a professional dancer. Like, yeah. you know, Howie was a professional dancer. Mm-hmm. Uh, Corbin's a professional dancer. Mm-hmm. Like, it's amazing to see uh, Tyler be able to do like those those crazy lifts and shit because, I mean, like, of course, Antonio and Brie can do it. They're they're athletes. Yeah. Tyler's really athletic too though. Sure, sure, but it's not mm-hmm. his like bread and butter. Yeah. Yeah. His like it's impressive. It is impressive. It's so impressive. I I mean like I know I couldn't do any of this shit. But I mean like Cor- I don't know. Just like with background background wise, Corbin is more technical. Yeah, he's more technical and so is Johnny. Mm-hmm. Like the like having a partner who doesn't know how to dance, uh a baby that doesn't know how to dance is very is very baby, but I feel like the Johnny mm-hmm. needs to be very technical and he needs to know what he's doing. I know that and during- a good teacher, yeah, which Corbin is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, true. I I do think that he is he's taking his time with Cat, and it's very much showing because like that during their last competition, like when he picked her up and then like kind of like rolled her down and then yeah. grabbed onto her leg and her arm, like. They were doing that in practice, and she seemed like she was getting it, but, like, that's a pretty complicated move. Well, and She like, just has to, like, do like do it, right? She just yeah. has to be handled. She yeah. just has to make sure she's mostly limp and aware. <laughs> you think that's all it takes? I don't know. I'm not positive. That's See, how they made it. That's how they make it look. 
I don't think it's that complicated of a move because I saw on TikTok, <laughs> you guys, that move like went viral on TikTok for a while. Yeah. And people were doing it a lot. Just like, Vince, come pick me up and like almost drop me, but don't drop me. They were doing it. <laughs> I, uh, dude, the TikTok dance trends are something that I've never really like understood. You don't have TikTok. Well, yeah, I don't have TikTok, but I mean, like, I, I, I'm not coordinated in that way. So I, just I guess think it's I just cool. don't find an appeal. You like, know? I think it's cool as a guy who doesn't dance famously. Hmm. Um, you know, I think it's cool that the kids are learning how to dance. Word. Do you do it? No. Oh. I don't have a TikTok. Do you do the TikTok dances? No. no. I watch them. Yeah. But I think it's cool that, that the kids are learning how to la- dance. is like a viral sensation, you know? Yeah. And maybe they only learn a couple moves or whatever, but it gives them the basics of dance. I it's think- more than like... When we were kids, yeah. and I'm doing like Backstreet Boy in sync dances in the mm-hmm. living room, like they're cooler dances now. I I feel like the dances that are on TikTok are all so intense. Like uh, everyone that I've ever seen, people are like really popping and locking. Like everyone is like, we're fucking doing this, and all like they're all they're moving committed. It. They're yeah. in. Yeah, they're like this is their thing. It's not ironic. It's fully it's fully organic and See, i love it i was gonna say i think that is part of our generation that was like oh we're gonna dance ironically or like maybe not ironic maybe we, it is you sincere. learned how to floss ironically yeah i learned how to <laughs> floss ironically but like we danced sincerely but it's like very loose and fluid and we were like we were just kind of like do going through the motions of bye bye bye. We weren't like hitting the bye bye bye. You know, like we we didn't look like Ted Lasso's fucking football team doing it. Like we were we were kids in our in our living rooms dancing around to like Disney Channel. Yeah, Gen X and and millennials both too ironic. <laughs> these these zoomers they're they're fully in, dude. They're committed and they just love life. Yeah, they're all... They're dirty dancing. Yeah, they're dirty dancing. We're we're due for another, I think. You know, the 2017 one, that movie was trash. (laughs) That movie was... I haven't seen it. Oh, you are not missing out. I gave it three and a half stars, didn't I? Yeah, you did. The movie was trash. You gave it one and a half? Yeah. I deserve... It deserves two. You think it deserves two? You know, I kind of liked it, but the dad was so bad. He made me so angry. Why do you say that he made you angry? You were kind of digging him while we were watching it. He was like cool and he danced with mom. No, it was not cool. It was not cool in any way. Yeah. Like it was implied that he was not fucking his wife. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't implied. It was fucking straight out stated. Yeah, I'm sorry. It was stated that he was not fucking his wife. And like that, that speaks poorly of Jerry Orbach, who was definitely fucking his wife. Do you think Jerry Orbach fucks? Who? Jerry Orbach. He's the dad in Dirty Dancing. He's the father in Dirty Dancing. Wait, the original? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that guy fucks. I, uh, no, no one can see Amanda's face. She looked at me in utter disgust that I would even ask such a question. Like, of course this man fucks. Uh, <laughs> the reason why we ask is because John Slatterly plays the, the same role in the remake. No, no, no. John Slatterly plays the same role in, in uh, Dirty Dancing, Havana Nights. For some reason, I want to say Civil War. <laughs> <laughs> Dirty Dancing, Civil War. Yeah, uh, in Havana Nights. I don't know who the guy was in the oh, remake. you're John, right. And John Slatterly, 
definitely fucked his wife. Yes, you're right. I'm sorry. John Slatterly was in Havana Nights, and he was fucking like crazy. He was fucking his wife for sure. I think I think that was part of the like the part that I liked in Havana Nights in regards to the parents. They both had dance experience. So, like, dancing was a little bit more accepted in the family, and then, like... Just not necessarily the dirty kind. Yes. And, like, watching Dirty Dancing, the parents not coming from that background, like, I don't know. It's more touching in Dirty Dancing because her parents don't come from that background, yes. but that they accept that that's something she wants to do. Yes. However, her mom is barely a character. Yes. And her dad is just, like, God Emperor. He's the greatest person who's ever existed or fucked his wife <laughs> uh but yeah in in the remake mom is like she wants to be a more complete woman and that involves her husband fucking her and he won't fuck her he just likes to yell about things being illegal and how he's a surgeon a heart surgeon he's a heart surgeon so fuck him he yeah. he retroactively slandered the original dad jerry orbach <laughs> all right I'm in, I'm I'm in with you. I I think that was well said, Josh. Yes, I know it took a while to get there, but <laughs> okay. But it, okay, so in this episode, we learned that the dad of this show, Stephen Twitch Boss, mm-hmm. definitely fucks his wife. He definitely yes. fucks his wife. Fucked. Yes. Yes. Fucked his wife. So he, he fucked his wife. Uh, he brought his wife on as the uh, the guest judge this episode, and do you think she added? Uh, like as much fun as what was it, Janet? The last episode? I don't know. Yeah, probably not. Mm. Or, I forget who who what the guest name was. I said her name was Lisa. Jane, but it was definitely Jane. Janet. Janet, the sister. Well, yeah, yeah, it was the woman who played Lisa in the original. She yeah. was the the guest judge. Yeah, and uh, she confirmed that Swayze was as sexy as he seemed. So like, I don't know. We if, didn't need the confirmation, but it was nice to hear. Do, why, why do you think we didn't need it? There was no question. There's no question. I don't know. I like confirmation. Like, because, like, I can think that the Beast Wars is cool as shit. And then everybody else around me is like, Vince, it just puts you to sleep. You're wrong. Beast Wars is not good. And, like, I don't, I don't necessarily believe it. But, like, I like hearing everyone else's opinion. Fair. It sucks. It doesn't suck. You're wrong. I hate it. You're wrong. Why do they turn into animals? They're robots that turn into animals? It's because if they stay in their an- or their robot form, the energons will like deplete their energy and like fry their batteries. But why does being an animal not cost energons? Because that's what protects them because like the animals they mapped were like already like cool with the energon. It's crazy, man. It's just like I don't know. I don't expect you to understand. It's it's, <laughs> it's Beast niche. Wars. It's like only the coolest people know about Beast Wars. You know, Ron Perlman is playing Optimus Primal in the new fucking Oh, so you uh, have, you've done some research on this? I did a little this. research. I don't big deal. But this movie is going to have Optimus Prime and Optimus Primal. And they're going to fight? I think they're going to be buddies, so it's going to be like two Chads just hanging out. Like, hey, Chad, what's up, Chad? And like, hey, Optimus. Optimus Primal is a monkey, yes. Yeah, he, he's a gorilla, and Optimus Prime is a semi-truck. So this monkey and this, and this truck are going to be fucking hanging out, bro, and just like fighting bad guys. I fucking love the internet, man. I love the future. I love cinema. I love all of it. It's Amanda just, has nothing to say to you, and neither do I. 
<laughs> this is a world I am not familiar with. So we we were under the impression that the contestants were making up these dances the, this entire time, right? Vince and I were under yeah. this impression. Apparently, Amanda hasn't been, and no one else has been, probably either, based on how, like how she thought we were dumb for. Amanda well, introduced the idea that there's a choreographer on set who's telling them like they don't. I don't know. I was thinking that they get to like pick like the signature moves that they want to try out of like a list, and then yeah, maybe someone would show them how to do it. That would make sense. This is where I got the idea that they're making it up as they go along because mm-hmm. like we have no idea how the show works or how they're learning the dances. Mm-hmm. There's no way that they're coming up with it themselves or they would look like we did in the living room dancing to bye, bye, bye. Mm-hmm. And in the first episode they mentioned, Oh, I thought we were going to get lessons before we started dancing. Yeah. So who's teaching the lessons? There's people there, but who's doing it? I wish we saw that part. Yeah, like the entirety of the stay instead of just the performative parts. Yeah. Because like, we get to see them training, but yeah, we don't ever see them with an instructor at all. Okay, yeah. so I already had the one pitch for season two, but now I've got another one. Tell it, me about it. It's the real, real dirty dancing. And it's just a, a behind-the-scenes documentary of how they made the first season. <laughs> I'd watch it. This sounds like something else you were trying to come up with. This does, but you know what? I I was looking for Hamlet two the other day and I couldn't <laughs> find it. So Hamlet two's in my it's in it's a in a box set. It's not like loose. That explains it. Yeah, it's in a box set. You ever seen Hamlet two, Amanda? No. It it's one of the movies that I am confident uh, recommending to anyone. Okay. Mainly because it's the, hey, we got to do one last performance to save the drama club movie, you know? But it's also like a, you got to reach these kids movie. It's a very, you got to reach these kids movie. And it's just so fun and so silly. And uh, it's got fucking David Arquette in it and Catherine Keener's in it. And uh, Elizabeth Elizabeth Shue is in it. It's, it's great. It's lots of fun. And if you ever have the opportunity, like if it's free, I would not hesitate. You're going to have a great time. Okay. It's very fun. It's, Hamlet too. It's, uh, it's, it's a sequel to Hamlet. It's a sequel to Hamlet, <laughs> and it includes the song Rock Me Sexy Jesus. It's the best. Great. It's, Can't wait. I, I couldn't, couldn't, couldn't recommend it more. Couldn't have been better. Same. Dude, but yeah, I, I didn't think. Didn't think about the fact that there would have to be a choreographer on set to teach them these moves. That also opened up into the question of what's the sleeping arrangement? Are they having the couples <laughs> that are dancing together like room together or all the boys in the one room and all the girls in another room? Or does everyone have their own rooms? Like what everyone is the situation? Is is Twitch like sharing a room with them? No. Like, like, Who are the extras? Who are these? Are they just people there? Are, are they, they local dancers? The too? Like, are they different from episode to episode? I don't know. There, I have so many questions now. I feel like we need the real, real. I feel like you're right. Like, <laughs> I want to see the production mm-hmm. of this instead of just the show. I think we need to like actually hit somebody up over at the Fox network and, and pitch some of these ideas, see if maybe we might be able to get some creative control for a second season. We go. Hello, Fox. First and foremost, how dare you? Secondly, we've got ideas. 
and then we just sit there and we pitch them ideas about this. Well, it, it should just be a, it should be a reality show. It should be a reality combination dancing and dating show. These people should not be married. I think that I agree. It would be much sexier. I don't know how much like I'm I'm thinking about like how this show would work if it were too hot to handle also. You know? Like yeah. like we've got all these sexy people and we we put them on an island and then we told them that they're not allowed to have sex but we're going to make them dirty dance. <laughs> like that would be a show I would watch. All right, hell yeah, we got it. It's like, three different shows, you put them together, boom. You got you got your dirty dancing show. Yeah. Sexy teens. No, we can't put teens. No. No, I don't want to watch sexy teens. I want to watch sexy 20-somethings. Sexy 20-somethings on an island where they're not allowed to sexy touch, but they have to dirty dance. But you're saying that the genre is the same as Dirty Dancing, which is sexy teen movie. It's a movie for yes. teens who are yes. trying to be sexy. Well, I don't know who... who uh, there aren't very many setting, sexy teen movies anymore. What? You know, like everything is so sexless in Hollywood these days. Do you agree with this or do you disagree with this? I, I can't think of something current that's sexy. super sexy like that. Nothing. Uh, well, Magic Mike, the Magical last Michael? dance just yeah. came out. So that You're might right. be it. But I Is don't... that for teens? No, it's for no. older women, I think, actually. I think, I think it's for our demographic. Okay. But um, yeah, I don't think that there's, there's, is there a bring it on? Is bring it on sexy? I mean, no, it's like, silly. I it's mean, more like, silly. I think Bring It I On is sexy. I love that movie. But, like, yeah, I don't think even think that was sexy. It was, was She's All That sexy? I think that was just like a teen rom com. Yeah. Dirty you know? Dancing is not like a teen rom com to me. No, no. It's, it's not. It's at something all. completely different. Yeah. It is. It's, it's not, yeah. It's, it's not a, a film that is easily paralleled. Mm -mm. That's why they just, like, keep making it. Like, uh, it's Dirty Dancing again. Oh. Yeah. And they tried once. They did a sequel, and it was great. Yeah. Havana, Try again. Havana Nights was great. Try again. We, okay, so they are going to be making Dirty Dancing 2. And Jennifer Grey has signed on. But they already made it. It's called Havana Nights. I know. I know that. Oh, but it's not... That's not Dirty Dancing 2. It's... it's Dirty Havana Dancing Nights. Havana Nights. Yeah. yeah. But okay. no, this is supposed to be Dirty Dancing 2, and Baby's, like, returning. Um, so I don't know if it's going to be like her coming back to Kellerman's and then like, she, then she's going to have to perform an abortion or something like that. I've got no <laughs> idea what's going to happen, but she should have to perform open heart surgery. She's, she's a surgeon now. She's like, I am a dance surgeon. And like, she has to listen to fucking work. work. Oh. I do want to know what happened. Did she go to the Peace Corps? Like what, what happened to her? I don't know. We'll find out. This this movie was also like taking place in 1963. So is the time lapse going to be an actual time lapse or is it going to be present day? Is baby it, supposed to be, be like I think you'll get your dirty dancing axe dirty dancing in space. <laughs> She'll be old. They'll put her in super old makeup. Dirty dancing in space would be fun. Everything, everyone would be able to do the lifts. I think that would be cheating. Maybe I don't want dirty dancing in space. Yeah, you didn't really think about it too hard, did you? No, I just liked the idea of having Jason Voorhees dirty dancing. That's yeah, like a collab. That dirty would... dancing X Voorhees. 
what if it was also like that movie X where like Mia Goth is in it? I don't know about that movie. I haven't seen it. Oh, it's great. Have you seen X? Mm-mm. It's it's. You've, you've been watching all the good movies without me. I mean, like I like to do fun things. That's fair. Uh, it's like if Boogie Nights and Texas Chainsaw Massacre made a movie together. They shouldn't. That's exactly what it is, though. It was great. It's a movie about porn people. Yeah. Yeah, it's about porn people and Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Cool. The only thing it was missing was a guy in a wheelchair. But it had Kid Cudi. So, I mean, like, I'd, I'd, I'd rather have Kid Cudi. Yeah. He's great. Do you have any opinions about Kid Cudi? I'd rather have a guy in a wheelchair. He's a lonely stoner. He smokes at night. Well, that's Wiz Khalifa. No. Who's, I don't know. Who's the, who's the day and night? The lonely stoner sits alone at night. No, I can't remember. Clear as mine at night. Sounds like a Kid Cudi thing to me. Uh, whatever. I don't really care. Um, this was lots of fun. I liked more more than last time. I liked more than last time. You I did. liked Yeah, I, I felt more involved. I felt um You liked them talking to each other over glasses of alcohol. Yeah, I really liked that. Where the where the like the politics of the show like come into play, like in terms of like personal stories from people. Mm-hmm. Because it's mm-hmm. ultimately just like all about how like uh, people want to be vulnerable with each other and like engage in the world and dance. Yeah, and they feel like there's barriers to that, but there are no barriers to that. I think that this episode, because of those conversations, is what makes it more dirty dancing now. Yeah, and, and the villain is cancer. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the villain is cancer. At least three people. <laughs> died prior to the show from cancer two did and one was from an aneurysm then. yeah oh yeah okay. but yeah good looks very 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 fucking close um i do agree that it, it does make it more dirty dancing because no one's had an abortion yes but the, there's been no there's been no revolution but like all these people are bringing in um things that they want to overcome and like and a lot of it has to do with like body dysmorphia yeah yeah and like Corbin mentioned that his his like being mixed race was always a thing that had always been hard on him as a kid and stuff like that growing up. And now he's being able to play roles that he never got to see someone that looked like him play. And like that just like hearing him was I, I didn't consider that first of all, you know, and then actually hearing him say it and like actually mentioned how excited he was to be able to do this and how thankful he was for it. like really like. Hit hit a lot harder. I'm like, fuck yeah, Corbin. Hell yeah. Get out there and get it. And I liked that, like, we we found out more about just, like, everybody in general. I don't know. I, I liked his the most. Like, I think I liked Antonio the most. Yeah? Yeah, I thought it was sweet. He really is wanting to show up for his family to be more, like, emotional and vulnerable with them. Mm-hmm. And he's using this, like, show and experience to open up and to be able to do that yeah inject some positive masculinity into his life which is what this podcast is about right (laughs) yes yes it is josh so he lines up with our with our stated goals sad to see him go yeah after an athletic performance that looked like he wasn't comfortable doing i i did mention that brian and antonio always look stiff they always felt like they were getting there, but they just needed a little bit longer to get a little bit more comfortable, you know. 
but their performance here on this one, the quinceanera performance, as Josh refers to it. Um, that was the outfit, but I don't know if that was the the performance that I was thinking of. Cause correct. Because they, they were actually doing one of the scenes that, with, uh, what's her face, Cindy Rhodes, right? Is that the dance that they were doing? The the dance, they, they danced to the song that was playing in the cabin when Baby carried the watermelon. Right. Why did they go backwards in time? I don't know. They just need bangers. But, and then, and then they weren't even, the women weren't even being Baby. I don't know. Just the whole thing that, that this episode was confusing to me. Okay. Because it was nonlinear. It was nonlinear. Yes, exactly. In a reality show. Reality is linear. Like they're not actual challenges to like get you kicked off in any kind of competing way when they did the yeah. lover boy thing. Yeah. Yeah. And like recreating. Yeah. Like the, what's the point? It was just like so that they could put a montage into the episode. Yeah. Do a side by side. Do you, like do you think that they have four complete dirty dancings that they filmed with all these people? That could be a thing. Wait, I have a question. <laughs> okay. What do they get if they win the show? We don't know. <laughs> I hope a baby. They were <laughs> they were competing to be the next Johnny and Baby. That's what you said, Vince. That's what they said. That's what they, that's what it made it seem like. But what does that mean? I don't know. Are they going to be in the next movie? No. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> I, I'm not I'm not trying what? to be ageist here, well, what but I, I don't think any of these people will pass as a baby. Yeah, or a yeah, yeah. What I mean is, is they already age. made four movies. They made four <laughs> Dirty Dancings. They have them all. Just release them. Release the real Dirty Dancings. Release the whichever couple that you like cut. Um, but I think it'd be great if they had one movie that was just intercut with all of them. That'd be awesome. Like, like the the Princess Bride that came out during the pandemic. Mm, more artful. More artful than the Princess Bride. Yep. What's more artful than the Princess Bride? Um, if you know what's more artful than the <laughs> Princess Bride, let us know <laughs> at SwayzyPod at Gmail dot com. That was a, that was smooth. Nah, <laughs> that was smooth. That was smooth. Um, I guess before we wrap up, does anybody want to uh, share any other feelings about this episode? I don't know. It was pretty sexy. It was pretty sexy. Um, I think that uh, Tyler and Angela are gonna fuck. Yeah, I think they did. I uh, no, I don't think so. I'm sorry. She mentioned that she didn't fuck until she got married. Yeah, but imagine how she feels dancing. Oh, you're right. Wow. The yeah. The ability you're factor right. goes way higher. Uh, like, you're forgotten about how dirty the dancing is. It's She's very never dirty. touched another man like she is with Tyler. Right. Hey, that's, um, that's a very good point. And yeah, I mean, I, I, Cora is there, Cat Cora, she's there to win. And she's got the partner who also wants to win, but he's just having a great time teaching her how to dance. Yeah. And what's more dirty dancing than that, right? Mm-hmm. Like, those other two just want to fuck. They're like two middle-aged people who want to fuck. Wait a minute. They're not... Tyler? I don't know. I don't Tyler's know. like 30. Great. He looks like a fucking guy who's trying to look 30. <laughs> what the fuck does that mean? What the fuck does that mean? Hey, you look like you're trying to look like you're 30. Who's trying to do that? 
Someone who's 50. Oh, oh that's a, yeah. 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 Okay. I hear that. I hear that. Um, yeah, this was a fun time. Amanda, do you think you're going to try and find the last episode? Yeah. And if I can't find it or if I think it's going to put a virus on my phone, then I'll just listen to your episode. Yeah. And we'll tell you what happens. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we, we might have to get Amanda back here next week to finish this. Yeah. Um, do you, do you want to let the listeners know how to contact you at all? Do you want to, do you want to, do you have anything to promote? Do you, do you, what's up? How you feeling? Uh, we, as you know, we always leave the option to be a private citizen. Yeah, you you can be anonymous if you'd like. I don't have to be anonymous, but I don't have anything to promote. Okay. So where does that leave me? Is there any like media or anything that you've been consuming recently that you think that people should check out? Yeah. No, I've been just sitting at home doing puzzles with my dog, so... Aww. I'm pretty. This is the most exciting thing I've done in a while. <laughs> well, do something with your hands, like a puzzle. Yeah, go out and get a puzzle, and then send the photo of your non-completed puzzle to SwayzyPod at gmail dot com, or to us on Instagram at SwayzyPod at SwayzyPod. You know, Josh is on Letterboxd at Josh with CY, and I'm on oh, Letterboxd shit. at Vincent Troya. Um, we review movies pretty regularly. Sometimes we put TV shows if they're available, and uh, Josh has been trying really hard to actually write reviews for everything. Um, I'm pooped. Are you pooped? No. I drank like three cups of coffee since we started this. So you mean you gotta poop? No, I'm just tired. There's Swayze adjacent. He couldn't be in everything. There's Swayze Talk about him. There's Swayze adjacent. He could be.